everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez and today is just a solo podcast here you guys because there's something big going on in the air and I wanted to just share and let you guys know. But before we really get into what the heck is going on in the universe now, first if you guys are new to the podcast, first time listening to it, this is a mental health and astrology podcast but if you like the content, and you love the guests that come on, please drop a rating, a a like, or a subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys listen to the podcast. The more subscriptions and ratings will help boost the podcast overall. So if you guys just have five, 10 seconds, go on either the Spotify mobile app or on Apple Podcast on your laptop or wherever you guys are listening and just drop a rating. It would really mean a lot to me. But the topics I wanted to talk about today is first to give you guys a life update on what is currently going on in my life. And also we're going to get into what's going on currently. I know there's a lunar eclipse, the full moon in Taurus. So we're going to get into that as well, typically on a normal chill podcast. (laughs) So without further ado, guys, let's get started with the first topic. So My apologies to people in the wisdom community or people in the Podbean community. Uh, I have been very busy with going through a lot. I'm definitely feeling this eclipse energy. Uh, When it comes to the eclipse season, it's usually a period of transformation and new beginnings and rebirth and, and all that stuff. And I'm definitely feeling that a lot as of recently. I am currently in the process of getting my full practicum ready to go. It, uh, for those who do not know what a practicum is, it's a step in between internship. So it's literally like you go from classes, you get a little experience in the field, but it's not as intense as an internship is. So I'm in the process of getting that finally scheduled. I got done both interviews and now I'm just waiting on my second interview to to tell me if I got it or not, because out of the two, I would prefer that one because it's more of an independent counseling practicum, which which fits right up my alley. Um, And they also do uh, Hellenistic practices as well, which I love. And um, yeah, so I'm just waiting on that response. But I'm also... In the process, I finished my drug test and everything to become a group counselor for middle school kids. So that is something that I'm really excited for. So I have not really been doing weekly discussions or posting a lot on those two apps. I sincerely apologize if you guys are listening to that. I will be doing a live stream, getting back on track starting next week. 
and getting that consistent schedule out there. Once I know my set schedule, then it's it's easier. But right now, it's just a time of adjustments. Uh, but also, I have been very fortunate, and I recommend this for everyone as well. If you're overwhelmed, very stressed out, give yourself some time to relax, reground, recenter. And if you can travel, it doesn't have to be far. But if you can just get out and travel just for a little bit, it will really help you. I went to the beach over the weekend. It was very comforting. It helped me really reset my mind. I also went to D.C. with one of my best friends, which was great. I hung out with some big brother celebrities and uh, survivor celebrities. So if you guys are big into that community, I actually met a lot of really cool people. And uh, it's been great. Sports has also been crazy, too. For you guys know, I'm a diehard 444 sports fan. The Phillies losing in the World Series definitely was heartbreaking, but it was so unexpected that I just appreciated the journey that they were on. So my point is, there's a there was a lot going on in my life in this past month, trying to find a practicum, trying to find a new job, trying to also get done a lot of schoolwork because I'm not going to lie to you guys. The second year of whatever graduate program you guys are in is by far the toughest. And the workload this semester has been insane. I've written like two 18 page papers, a PowerPoint presentation, just just a lot of stuff. I, I, I can I can't even remember all the assignments. That's how many assignments I've had to do. So this month, my point is, has been very, very busy for me. So I apologize for anyone in those communities that is waiting for me to lead a discussion and stuff. And anyone that's been listening to the podcast, I haven't really been doing that the solo podcast like I used like I usually do. Uh, but once I get that consistent rhythm, that consistent flow, um, I'll make sure to continue pumping out content for you guys. But that is pretty much what is currently going on in my life and. One of the things I'm realizing during this time period is we need to be very flexible with ourselves during moments of transition or during moments where the workload might be too much because we're so trained, especially in the United States, to just go, 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 next thing, next next task, and we don't really give ourselves the time to reflect, give ourselves the time to really appreciate the journey that we're on. So in moments of high stress where the workload is a lot, be flexible with yourself, be patient with yourself, give yourself some, give yourself some time to process everything. I got to give credit to my therapist and also I got to give credit to uh, one of my assignments we do, me and my classmate, we do, we're practicing one-on-one counseling with each other as a way to get it we get some practice into some of the things counselors do to really unlock and get people to express their emotions. And those sessions have been really powerful too for me. And it's been moments where I can just sit still, talk, reflect. It's so important. And for everyone, it's going to be, it's going to be different for everyone. Um, Whether that's journaling, whether that is finding some new crystals and just meditating, whether that's Reiki, whether that is doing tarot readings, whether that's doing astrology chart readings, everyone has their own thing. But the purpose of all these things is to really help reground and recenter. So in moments of high stress, I've definitely had to tap into Reiki. I've had to tap into more practices that really help ground me and help me get 
refocused and recommitted because I am someone that is a go-getter and I do plenty, a lot of stuff. I'm just going to say that and leave that there. But as I was describing a little bit of what I have been experiencing, how have you guys have been? What have you guys have experienced? If you guys have any questions or need anything, you guys can always message me, check out my Instagram. All the links will be in the show description because I, because we're all, we all go through these periods where there's a lot of transformation. There's a lot of energy and it can be very overwhelming. So I just want to let you guys know you're not alone. So if you guys want to message me questions, connect on social media, I'm not someone that is going, I'm not a stranger. I am an extension of you and I'm here to help you along the way in your journey. But think about that as I was describing what I've experienced. What have you been experiencing? How have you been feeling lately? How has your month been overall? These are all questions I want you guys to think about throughout this podcast because now we're going to get into a little bit more fun stuff when it comes to the lunar eclipse. What is a a lunar eclipse? What is this eclipse called? And then we're also going to get into the full moon in Taurus, how it affects you based off of your rising sign. So we're going to start first with the lunar eclipse because eclipses are a very interesting time period. And to top it off, Mars is also in retrograde as well. So the planet Mars is the planet of physical action. It's assertiveness. It's putting yourself out there. So that is in retrograde while also this eclipse is happening as well. And eclipses, like I mentioned earlier, are periods. This is all about transformation. This is a time period where you're going to get called or we're getting called to do what we are meant to do. So for instance, for myself, I am meant to be a counselor. I'm meant to connect with people. I'm meant to, I'm meant to help people mentally, whatever they are stressing and whatever they're going through. And this period has been a very transformative period where I'm in the process of not only getting a group counseling job, but also getting a one-on-one counseling practicum slash internship. So not only will I be getting group counseling experience, but I also will be getting individual counseling experience. So that is an example of what during this eclipse period, what we're going to do. This lunar eclipse in particular is called the blood moon lunar eclipse. It's it's always called this in November. And the reason why they call it is because you have the mixture of the Scorpio energy since we are in November, which is the dark and the mysterious and the uh, unknown. And then you have the Venus influence, lovey, sunshine, the Venus energy in Taurus. So you have these two energies in opposition of each other clashing and forming a lunar blood moon. (laughs) So it's just very interesting. But since the eclipse is in Taurus, a lot of Tauruses and fixed energy are going to feel it during this time period. So what do I mean by fixed energy? Fixed energy is each season has a mutual, a cardinal, and a fixed energy. Fixed energy is right in the middle of the season. This is where you feel the season the most. So right now we're in November, we're in Scorpio season. Scorpio is the fixed energy of fall. This is where we're really going to feel fall's presence. (laughs) So just giving you guys something to think about. So if you have fixed energy anywhere in your chart, you're going to feel this. So Scorpio, Taurus, 
Aquarius. Those are the three. And I know I'm missing one more at the top of my head. I believe it is Leo. Yeah. So it's Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, and Aquarius. My fault if I'm incorrect on that. But those four energies, you're going to really feel, you're going to feel this eclipse. It's going to be a transformative time period. And it's really just being, let yourself be patient and let yourself and let your body process everything that's going on. So real quick, I'm just going to pull up um, the fixed sign, see if I'm right. Yes, I am right. So it's Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. See, I was right. I don't need to, I don't need to second guess myself. Come on, people. So that is pretty much what the lunar eclipse is, but there's a lot of other energy going on as well. So you have the Mars retrograde. Uranus has been in retrograde for a while now. There's a lot of other planets that are in retrograde and you're feeling all of these energies. You've been guided towards this path and now the eclipse is that transformation. Boom, we're going to hook you up and we're going to help you out or we're going to challenge you here. Uh, So this is a good test to see do you feel like you need do you feel like you are on the right track that's what this time period is so that is just something for you guys to think about and it starts november 8th at 602 a.m eastern time and it's gonna last for a couple maybe like a day or two but yeah it shouldn't be that it's gonna be okay people i don't want you guys to panic or anything because This is how the universe works. And like I said before, being patient, relaxed, reground, you're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. And uh, yeah, you're going to learn some new things about yourself. So it might suck in the short term, but in the long term, you're going to be like, dang, this is really, uh, this is really cool. But how the lunar eclipse will affect you based off of your sun sign, this is this website, it's it's kind of, I don't want, it's like Stylecaster, so it's just like a little bit of like a reading. But, I mean, it's all going to affect us in different ways. And just think about how the energy, how has it been affecting you? For some people, it might be your relationships. For some people, it might be your work. For like I know for me, it was my working career. For, for some people, it could be health it could be physical mental emotional for some people it could be family so think about that because I, I i i'm going to go through when it's the full moon how it's going to affect all of us so i don't want to really i don't want to throw out too much information at once for you guys because it can be a lot so that is the lunar eclipse if you guys have any other questions again you guys can message me it's a transformative period it's you're meant it's got this is meant to guide you towards your life path which is to whatever it's what you know what your life path is for some people it could be emotional growth now this is this my life path is to really reconnect with myself for some people it's a new job etc etc that's the point of this time period now we are going to talk about the full moon in Taurus. The reason why I'm so excited to talk about this full moon is because I am a Taurus and Taurus moons, I have gotten along a lot with Taurus moons because they're just very chill, grounded. They can be stubborn, but I love the chill and the chill vibe Taurus energy brings, especially if you have a Taurus moon 
because Taurus moons, it's a good placement to have the moon. And uh, it's a very grounded and calming presence. And you need that for your emotions because whenever we experience some things, our emotions can run high and it can be all craziness and all this, that. And the third, having that placement, you have a very great ability to just stay chill, cool, calm and collected, which is great. So um, I just wanted to give a little shout out there. But like I mentioned, during every full moon period, the reason why people always say the full moon is so crazy or craziness happens is because the moon is in opposition of whatever the sun is. So right now the sun is in Scorpio. So during during this full moon, when the moon is in Taurus, it is in opposition to the Scorpio season. So your sun sign is all about the ego. It's the, it's the thing you love to shine brightest. When it's a full moon, the moon energy is in opposition of what you want to shine your brightest. So that is just, I always like to start off with that, with every moon discussion, because it's that's why people always say people act crazier during the full moon is because the moon's energy and the sun's energy are in opposition, clashing with one another. So that's just something to think about, guys, along the way. Some reflection questions, because you know me, I love a reflection question. So I know for me, one of the questions that pops off right into my head is what helps you feel grounded and centered? This has been a energy that I have really had to realize a lot during the past couple of weeks. Taurus is all about groundedness, feeling centered, building your senses up. So what is it that helps you feel grounded and centered? Another question, what do I need to feel more stable and secure? So this full moon is all about groundedness, feeling more at home. What do you need to feel connected towards yourself in a more deeper level? So those are the two questions for you guys. If you guys are listening to the podcast that I want you guys to jot down in a journal and I want you guys to actually reflect and write some stuff down. Let me know how you guys feel about everything. So again, the two questions, what helps me, you feel grounded and centered? Second question, what do I need to feel more stable and secure? So those are the two questions. Let me know how you guys feel about them. And uh, hope I hope I hope I get you guys to do some deep critical thinking here because during every full moon and new moon, it is so important. <laughs> hey everyone. This episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, 
podcast.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. Now let's get in to see how the full moon will affect you based off of your rising signs. So first we're going to start with the lovely Taurus risings because this is your full moon. The full moon is in your first house, which involves everything to do with yourself. Your rising sign is the energy that you love to present to people. It's the mass that you present to others. So to have the full moon there, you're really going to have to rethink and reprioritize some things to help build your ego and sense of self. Aries risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon's presence in your second house, which involves material possessions values money belonging so think about the things you've bought in recently or think about money in general how have you been overall when it comes to that it's a really good time to reevaluate reassess some things maybe you have to sell some possessions maybe you have maybe you want to gain some new possessions everyone's experiencing something different but that's something for all my aries rising people to think about Pisces risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon's energy in your third house, which involves anything locally, community-wise, including siblings, peers, colleagues. So if you guys are in school, think about those type of people. Communication is also big in this house. So think about that as well. How has your communication been overall? How has your sense of local community been? It is a really good time to think and reevaluate that if you have to. Aquarius risings, you guys are going to feel the moon's presence in your fourth house, which involves home, family, material roots. It's all about what's happening behind closed doors. This is the house where we don't really see a lot, like a lot of people love to talk about openly because it is like home and family life. But this is a good time period to think and reassess your sense of home and family. Have your family members been chilling? Have they been bumping heads? How do you feel about your home life overall? That's something for my Aquarius rising people to really think about. Capricorn risings, you guys are going to feel the Taurus full moon's energy in your fifth house, which involves creativity. So you guys might have an itch to create more. You guys even might have an itch to problem solve more. It's the fifth house is all about creation and creating new ideas. It doesn't have to be just art that you're creating. It can be podcasting. It can be anything, anything involving creative and expanding that creative mind. So really think and assess how has your creativity been overall. Sag Risings. This is me, myself. This is my rising sign, and for every other Sagittarius rising, this is what's going to happen to us people, so bear with me. We're going to feel the Taurus moon's energy in our sixth house, which involves our daily habits, daily rituals, health, wellness, routine. So if we're not doing a healthy routine, we're going to feel this moon right now. And if we have, it's a really good time to reflect what's working, what's not working, and let's get regrounded, recentered, and let's go. So for my Sag rising people, including myself, that's where we're going to feel it. Next, Scorpio risings. You guys are going to feel the moon's energy in your seventh house, which involves partnerships, 
contracts, commitments, unions. So this is all about partnerships. It can be business partnerships, romantic partnerships, anything you have a an exchange or, or, or a solid partnership with, this is where you guys are going to feel it. It's time to reevaluate re those and cut some people off if they need to be cut off. Libra risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon's energy in your eighth house, which involves intimacy, sexuality, transformation, trauma. So this is a this can be a very intense house. So this is a, this could be in a little bit of an intense time period for you guys to really think about what makes you intimate. Have you guys had any periods of transformation right now? You guys are really going to feel this energy right now in your eighth house for the Taurus full moon. Virgo risings, you guys are going to feel the moon's energy in your ninth house. So this involves traveling, higher education, learning, philosophy, new opportunities, expansion. So this is a time period for you guys. If you guys wanna learn something new, you might have that itch to do it. Or if you guys want to travel somewhere far, this is somewhere, this is the energy you guys might want to do it. So really rethink about that. Do you have long distance plans thought about in the woodworks? Do you want to learn something new? Do you want to teach that amongst other people? Virgo rising, this is a great time for you guys to think about that. Leo Risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon's energy in your 10th house, which involves reputation, legacy, achievement, success, potential. This is your pretty much your life calling house. This is your career house. It's all about that legacy and achievement. So think about it's a great time to reflect on the things you have done so far in terms of achievements and reputation and stuff like that. But it's also a time period for you guys to think about what's ahead. Are you on the right path? Are you struggling right now? This moon overall is a very grounded moon. So it's to help reground and recenter. But just think about that, guys, about your achievements and stuff for my Leo rising people. Cancer risings, you guys are going to feel the moon's energy in your 11th house, which involves humanitarianism, technology, networks, distance relatives. So this is a house that's more of the bigger picture and humanitarianism is a very important thing. So you guys might have the need to caretake and be there for other people more. Now, whether that is with family members or whoever, that's on you and what you've experienced, but you might have this itch to help people more. So just think about that. You might even reevaluate, am I on the right track? Am I helping enough people? So just think about that along the way. And last but not least for this full moon, Gemini Risings, you guys are going to feel the moon's energy in your 12th house, which involves the spiritual realm, anything that's expanded the five physical senses. So this might be a time period where you guys connect to more spirituality. You guys might do a tarot card reading. You guys might talk to a psychic. You guys might meditate or connect more to that inner spirit because we all have inner spirits. When we're feeling our highest self, we feel differently than how we normally are. So this is a time period for Gemini Risings to connect with that a little bit more. So I know I threw in a lot of information at once. I apologize, guys. But that is how the full moon is going to affect everyone 
based off of your rising signs. And again, your rising sign is the energy that you strive towards because it's the energy you present to other people. So just think about that along the way. But when it comes to the full podcast, that concludes today's podcast. Please drop a rating. Please drop a like and also subscribe wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me if you guys can drop ratings and stuff. And it does help a lot. It truly, truly does. And check out all the links I mentioned in the show description, my social media and all that stuff. And remember... The reflection questions that I mentioned earlier, again, one, what are some things that help ground you and make you feel more centered? And also, are you doing the right things to help you? These are all questions that we need to use to reflect on this full moon that's happening tonight and also tomorrow. So it's a great time to to reground and recenter. Do not worry, people. It's a full moon. They're always intense, but this one's more chill. But before I wrap up this full podcast, like I said before, please like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you guys listen into the podcast, follow the podcast as well. Your spiritual best friend. It's all about connecting astrology and mental health in one. It's been great. I've interviewed some wonderful guests as of late. So if you guys are interested in coming on a future podcast or know someone that would love it, message me as well because I love connecting and helping people. This podcast is another platform for that. But I hope you guys enjoy the full moon. Enjoy a wonderful week, wonderful weekend, whenever you guys listen to this podcast. And stay safe.